Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Remember, your dog. She said her dog got her coochie lick. She did. Bianca, she was holding her little leg up until it started shaking and she would put it down so she could put it back up. She was holding it up so long it'll start shaking. Letting that little dog lick the tail and she had her head up in the air. Oh, God. Up and I can't. Okay. 30 minutes. I'm done with it. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in between? Oh, my God. It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B, back for episode uh, nine uh, of uh, the Tea with uh, Queen uh, B. Y'all got me messed up. <laughs> Talk about dog getting head and shit. <laughs> no one calls it getting head for a dog, Amber. It's just she was getting her little cooter licked on. Uh-uh. Y'all, I had to start recording because that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Amber's little doggy poop, Missy, yeah. is... Go and get the heat. <laughs> you ain't about to have her out in these streets, so she a hoe. Ah. Don't be talking about my dog like that on air. Cut. <gasps> we'll call y'all back. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we can together. Oh my gosh, y'all, that was so funny. Of course, y'all know I got my right hand hitter with me, the motherfucking goddess. Hi guys. As we discuss her dog's uh, marital mm-hmm. affairs that she's, she's about to have. She's an angel. That's so funny. <laughs> Bianca talking trash. She just want one of them bait. I really do. I really, really do. That was too funny. So, hey, y'all. Hey. I didn't know we were starting, but hey. Yeah, it was just the perfect time. And, like, it was was just so funny. You got my dog look like a hoe. And you put your leg up for reenactment, and I just pressed record. (laughs) (laughs) That was hilarious. Okay. So, y'all, we're back. Uh, we're on time this week. Praise God. Won't he do it? Yeah. Um, this week, y'all, mom is here. Mom is in town. She cannot interrupt Woo-hoo! the yeah, podcast. No. <laughs> no, now she's in person. Exactly. exactly. She's like, no, I'm going to interrupt you in person. That's a really good picture. Okay. Oh, Lord. It is. She it is. Me. Don't I look so beautiful? Here she goes. So, y'all, mom is in town. This is the longest mom has stayed with as for like the entire time you've been in Florida, you usually come for like a week, normally, or you know, like a week and a half. And I think the last time I came, I stayed for it was like maybe two weeks. No, 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 I no, for three weeks. Were you? Yeah, because I was mad at hubby. Oh, yeah, and I gave him two weeks. Not that I was mad at hubby. Week. You did, you That's did stay some extra time. Hey, this is too much. Fellas, gotta do, gotta do, huh? <laughs> Sometimes you need some away, away time. You know what I did for my away time the other day? Drank a Smirnoff in the parking lot. Well, I moved out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get away. That wasn't for me. <laughs> I packed up. Yeah, had gotta leave. But a Smirnoff, grow up. I did. I drank a Smirnoff in the parking lot, smoked a little bit. You know, it was the sun was coming down. And, you know, look, my partner and I, y'all know, I talk about Melissa all the time. Melissa and I are in this house with each other all day, every day. We are both not working right now with the pandemic. And, you know, sometimes you just need, you know, to relax, relate, release. I'm trying to figure out why it is I'm the mother. I'm sitting here. 
Both of y'all went just got a glass of wine. I ain't got shit. You ain't gonna get your mom no glass? Mm, that's First right. of all, that's I thought you right. was gonna bring up a glass. Why would I bring up a glass and you have glass? I got a curry edge glass. You know I'm clumsy as hell. I'm pretty glass. I'm clumsy as hell. You want me to carry two glasses? Well, mother's going to get a glass. Okay. So, yes, uh, this week, mom's here. Uh, we don't exactly know what's going on. Mom is trying to live her greatest hot girl life through Amber and I. <laughs> I don't know when exactly this started, but when she comes in town, she thinks that we're supposed to have all these immaculate plans for her because she's living her best hot girl life. This is what happens when we have two grown daughters, okay? That's what happens. Y'all promise me. <laughs> Mom got brunch outfits and everything ready, y'all. Okay. Oh, Mom, I should have gave you a better glass than that, but that's okay. So, um, yeah, this week, there's a lot going on, as there always is. I wanted to jump into some of the stuff that's been happening this week. We're going to start it off right off the bat because it's on everybody's minds right now. DMX, throw your ex up, period. Not Wakanda. This is for DMX. It's a difference. Uh, the, oh, I tried to, to grab. You did. <laughs> the Wakanda X is more to the chest. Uh, yeah. And the DMX X is like, see me. It's like out there. Away, away from the chest. Away from the chest. I, I tried to do a growl, y'all, but it ain't come out. Fuck it. <laughs> it sounded horrible. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, better, Mom. See, that's a good glass. That's what I'm saying. I wanted her to drink out of that, not that other one. It's the mommy glass. Yeah. This is a throw baby contest. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is why your dog's about to be pregnant. <laughs> oh, God. First of all, you said throat baby contest. It was a swig of wine. And she still didn't get it all in her mouth. What is wrong with you? Oh, Jesus. Okay, so DMX uh, overdose. We all heard about it. DMX, first of all, the internet... It's savage, and the internet does not waste no time because the first thing that I was seeing when all of this happened was that he was in grave condition. Amber's dying. <laughs> My hair's wet. I'm sorry. From one sweat. And literally, the wine's still not done. Okay. <laughs> Grow up. Anyway, so yeah, DMX uh, overdose. Uh, y'all, this is not funny, but I thought that this was hilarious. My older cousin, Shantae, uh, said something that was freaking hilarious. And in her voice, it was even better. She talked about how DMX had nine lives like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> she said, he got nine lives, shawty. DMX was like a cat. <laughs> And I, I, can, I can hear her. You can hear, oh my God, it was so funny. I was on the phone dying when she said it. So, you know, DMX has had, you know, problems with substance abuse in the past. And he has been very vocal about, you know, his um his relationship with drugs. Being as though at 14, somebody like forced him to do crack or something like that. Someone forced him to do the drug and he was like hooked from then on. So... It was kind of yeah, fourteen. Yeah, laced his weed or whatever. That's some dirty shit. How you do that to a child? Yeah, that's that's insane. I mean, I smoked for my first time at fourteen, and what? Yes, mom. I was fourteen the first time I smoked. Wait, do I know that? No, 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 no. You don't know that because 
I remember coming home. I will never forget this. I remember what I had on and everything. I wouldn't smoke at first or whatever. I would only take shotguns because I thought it was better for me. I wouldn't actually smoke because I felt like a drug addict. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't smoke it. So the the guys in my neighborhood or whatever at the time were like around there like chilling, hanging out, like doing something with the band at the, at the time or something. And they were like smoking out back or whatever and just asked me like, did I want to hit it? And it was just like this experience for me and I just remember like eating popcorn all this. We're going to talk about that uh, next month because we definitely will be having a weed episode, 420 episode. God, I'm going to miss that. Yeah, well, well, it's not going to be as elaborate as it would have been because I'm going to be fresh off of surgery. But we are still going to have like a weed episode. So, might be here. Um, yeah, well, I'm maybe. leaving on the 20th. Oh, yeah, you might be here, Mom. So, um, that's so ugly. No, it is not. Stop. Oh, gosh, I'm done. So, DMX or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, is in a New York hospital. Uh, we, we all got reports first that he was like in grave condition and like I really thought that he was a goner I literally immediately went to ask Alexa to you know play you know whatever I needed her to play exactly so I didn't want to speak too loud because she listens to everything I said so he recently his family had a prayer vigil at the outside the hospital there have been rough riders riding through there um, music being played, all of that. Of course, there's always going to be somebody that has something to say. And Funk Flex came out and basically was like, now everybody want to give him his flowers. Where was the people that should be helping him before this hospitalization, helping him with his, um, you know, abuse or whatever, helping him with his addiction? You know, Funk Flex, as he's gotten older, he is very vocal. He always yeah, has something to say. Yeah, he is, but you know, he did make a point. The only part I read was when he said um, that people can go dig up a picture of them, of, you know, them with him from years ago, but ain't called to tell him happy birthday in 10 years or something like that. Right, I did see well, that. Why does he know that? Right. Right. So, I get what he's saying or whatever, but that's how it goes in the celebrity world anyway. But big prayers, big ups to uh, DMX. They say right now he's in a vegetative state and is technically brain dead. Don't quote me on that because I don't want to, you know, prognosis over nobody's life or whatever. But, yeah, you know, they said at the visual today, God has the final say. You know, black people love saying that. Mm -hmm. God has the final say. So, maybe he's on his eighth life. Shut up. And you know, Y'all there's still one more in there. Hey, you wouldn't be what? Ain't they trying to give me that? Just because honey wouldn't give me You butt. know, what? one of my old dudes hey. called me and turned that up while he was in the car. Like, turned the radio and was like, Yeah, this song for you. And I was like, did you hear what the fuck he said? <laughs> Is you with, with me or what? Ain't they trying to give me the because bu- honey want to give me the whatever. Something about a nut and getting the butt. Hold on. He's going, no, nah, you missed. That's not the part. <laughs> That's all you heard. <laughs> I think it was that part. <laughs> Sir, you need to listen to the whole thing because you are I don't, definitely don't want that dedication. Stupid. I'm done. In other news, um, I'm all over the place, but y'all bear with me. My boo, Jeezy, got married to Jeannie Mai. Aww. And 
you know, if it was anybody else, I would have been an ultimate hater. Like, if Jeezy hadn't ended up with, like, another girl in the industry or something. I mean, I was kind of here for her, him and um, Keisha Cole back in the day. Mm-hmm. But... I would have been there for that. I would have been here for that. But anybody else, mm I'm throwing all shade. Like, I love me some... Jeezy, okay, and now he's on this like vegan, he's like this different person, and I just love him. So, him and Jeannie Mai got married. I love me some Jeannie Mai. I watch her and her mom uh, all the time. Hello, honey. I love her mother. If you were to be mad about that, I would say, uh uh, you try because you definitely watch Jeannie Mai all the time. I do, I watch Jeannie Mai all the time. And when I found out that you know they were together, I was just like, I stand, I'm here for it because. I really like her. I don't watch the real anymore, but I happened to catch a couple minutes recently, and I was like, Jeannie has really changed. She really thinks she loves. Yeah. I was just, Amber, oh my God, we're such Pisces. I was just about to say, now, has she been black fishing a little bit now that she's been with her? She's a more she's more tan. Yes. You and know, her makeup's the, her different. Her little slang she be trying to use. I was like, hold on. First of all, Jeezy is a vegan, and he is not even living that gangster life, I girl. I thought he was going to marry him a hood bitch. I really did, too, but his, his baby mama was, like, an African businesswoman with, like, all this money stuff. He, so, he, he after, you know, his early years, he was not for the streets. So, there was that. Um, in other news, Rihanna showed up on the streets of New York. Was it New York? For this yeah. uh, Stop Asian Hate. Um, protest that was going on, and of course, this is probably the best time for celebrities to be incognito because of the mask mandate. So nobody knew that it was her. She mm-hmm. was holding up signs. She was, you know, you know, interacting with people. She herself well. She really did. And apparently, one of the, I guess, one of the followers, one of the protesters, you know, trying to rally people, getting the information, was like, "What's your IG?" And she put in bad girl Riri. He said, that's you. First of all, he wasn't following her. Where? Oh, I mean, I guess it's a different demographic, but there are certain celebrities that you just must be following on social media. Okay? Riri is one of them. Okay? Because she a bad bitch. But he just couldn't believe that it was her. And I believe she was out there because her best friend or assistant, that girl, she's like Asian or something. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was cool and everything. And I, I thought that it was pretty dope that she was out there, you know, amongst the people, you know. I don't know if you was giving that same energy to Black Lives Matter. But, you know, I'm going to just say kudos to you because she was more supporting her friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for that. I stand. Rolling out of that still talking about the whole stop Asian hate movement that's going on. Last week I touched on um just the uh energy around it, the attitudes around stop Asian hate and how you haven't seen any backlash or really heard any anti stop Asian hate. You know, you haven't heard people saying all lives matter and you know things like that, but you know as soon as it was us it was just like y'all going overboard. Everyone's life you know, matters. They can't stand us. Exactly. See how we how we support everyone else, but when it comes to us, we can't get no love. Exactly. That's so people uh, were talking about it on social media. How uh, Biden basically like wrote signed some act or some type of bill that was you know basically looking for protections for. Um, 
Asian American hate crimes and, you know, Asian hate crimes and all of that. And, you know, while Black Lives Matter happened, and I'm not just going to say Black Lives Matter, but the movement for our people happened and there was no government mandate. There was no government intervention saying this is what we need to do to 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 quell this no those are people lobbying on our behalf but as far as what was going on from the head honcho on down you weren't hearing anything about writing I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that um we don't care about ourselves Right. So why they gonna care about us? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, but that the thing that pisses me off is that there are groups out here that want to use their voice in a positive way and want to vote and they want to get out there and, you know, have government action and they still get so much pushback. And now you got the leader of the free world writing stuff, signing stuff, you know, from this incident. Again, this is not any hate towards the Asian community, but keep that same energy. Correct. Not going to happen. It's just never going to happen. And they want us gone anyway. So they they, they do. They they really do. And it's, it's, it's so sad because my views about race uh, differ from a lot of other people's. I'm kind of one of those people that believe that if you are not white, you're black. So I feel like Asians are in that minority with us, but they try to remove themselves from that part. Have you ever seen an old Filipino Asian grandmother? She is a black woman, like straight up black woman. And even in their cultures, they are still criticized. You know, colorism is a real thing in every culture. Brazilians, Asians, you know, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm not even going to say just Brazilians. A lot of Hispanic people in general have trouble identifying with the black side of them, but that's just what it is. But of course, you know, white America views Asians as smart and these stereotypes and they add to our society and it's all true. of that. Everything made in China. Amber. <laughs> I, don't I really don't. I just want to say how embarrassed I am because my face is so sticky from spilling the wine. <laughs> it's like that time I was on the bike and spit on myself. Oh boy. Anyway. I've been on a bike since. Nope. Have not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so again, you know, I talked about this last week how. You know, with this Derek Chauvin case going on surrounding George Floyd and, like, just the lies and, like, the pushback and the hate on top of it. And, like, you have this Stop Asian Hate movement that happened and, like, everyone's outraged. Like, you know what? Now it's time for the Asians to fight and stand up for themselves and this has gone on long enough. Stop what you're doing. Okay? Because guess what? For real, for real, Asians ain't tripping off of us. They own every goddamn thing anyway. They don't care about your laws and what you got going on. Okay, but what about the Asians that are over here? That's you what, know what I think it is? That's what I'm saying. They, you know, I think they're timid. You know, they need someone to fight for them because they know niggas. Hey, hey Bruce Lee. They, Mom! Uh, oh, I just watched a Bruce God. Lee video the other day. It was so Damn. good. It was no, really good. I mean, like, Asians, you know, they ain't about that people bully them because they know they can. Of course, it's different for niggas because we're going to fight back. Asians, right. they ain't doing all that. 
Right. They do what they know they can do. You Bless feel me? Bless their little heart. Nails. Yeah. And oh, my God. I love my nail lady. Okay. Y'all hey, Bella. Love you, girl. Okay. Nails on fleek. Okay. Buzz black. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. And even Amber's nail tech talks black. You know, mm-hmm. has black mannerisms, mm-hmm. all of that. I do not consider that appropriation when I see Asian people identify more with a black side. I school in PG. She don't talk, but you know, don't she kick on that accent? It's like, oh my god, when she talks in her um her, it, her language, I, exactly. They people say that that's they're appropriating and all of that. Though hip hop just reached Asia, and I feel like it's so natural for her though. Like it is. It doesn't feel forced at all. Whatever. I mean, gosh, free your mind and the rest will fall. Doesn't that feel so good, Amber? Oh yeah, <laughs> one of those hair things that you like scratch your head with. Okay. Mm-hmm. In other news, um, this was a little fact that I saw that I just thought was absolutely crazy. Recently, a Utah law passed that requires biological fathers to pay half of the out-of-pocket pregnancy cost. Why don't he do it? <laughs> what? Just passed that if you have any out-of-pocket pregnancy cost, the biological father is responsible for half. Now, you can see how problematic that is, but in a place like Utah, I can completely understand because it's Utah. Utah is a very oh, that's right. They have the multiple polygamy. polygamy. Yeah. It's very LDS heavy. Um, that's just the way Utah is rolling. So, yeah. um, uh, people who were pushing back were saying that they weren't really feeling it because this could increase domestic violence. You know, in a in a in an already tumultuous relationship. Now you're asking this person to kick out half the bill for a baby maybe they didn't want, you know? That, that That's my thing. What if a man, what if you get pregnant and a man comes to you and says, in all honesty, I am not ready for a child? Well, then you shouldn't have been in between my legs. Well, mom, it takes two people. This is true, but being as though you know this law and you're going to have to do this, man, wrap it up. Four, five times. Mom, what if you did all the right things? And she still got pregnant. And she still got pregnant. If she chooses, it's messed up, but it's like, if she says, I'm keeping it, and you don't want the baby, how can you know you have a whole child out here? At what point are you going to get over and say, let me take care of it? Other niggas is like, I didn't plan this, but it happened. I told you I didn't want it, so I'm not about to take care of it. No, you know you got a baby out here, so at this point, let me suck it up and do what I got to do, and a lot of people just don't. Now, that that is controversy right there, because I've seen endless um, debates about that on social media about if a man comes to you and says that he doesn't want the baby, is he still responsible for it? Yeah, because you still decided, you still chose to have sex with her. Right. I mean, I would hope that at least the person that I was dealing with you know, if that happened, that they would be mature enough to say, yeah, this wasn't what I planned, but... Being said the best, if you're going to get down or you're going to lay down. And like I said, how can you have a child, even if it wasn't your plan or you told somebody, I don't want you to have it. You know that you have a whole child out here. How can you know, how can you sleep at night know you have a whole child out here that you're not doing anything for because it was something you didn't want? Like, that's crazy. You have a whole human. Uh, well, You're still responsible. True. That's your DNA. Well, and then, but think about it. Okay, now let me, let me flip it on y'all. Being as though I am in the life or whatever... 
I would have to have a baby through a donor. Mm-hmm. Someone who doesn't have to have rights to my kid and is just there to, you know, procreate with me. Like, I'm not looking for you to be responsible for that, but by law, you're responsible. Uh, no. That's weird. I think through a donor. They should be. I don't think they should be responsible. Right. Or, or a girl gets raped and she doesn't want to be a part of her rapist wife. And she's supposed to get away from him at all costs. And then she has the baby and they're like, who's the father? Right. Yeah. I mean, that could just go so many different ways. It can. I mean, on the basis of it, if you have a baby and you, whether it's by accident or not, I mean, probably over half of the people that are here are not planned. So you just got to do what you got to do and handle your goddamn business. But for them to write it into law, I think it's pretty crazy. That's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Okay, so um, I see right now this update on DMX. DMX is still on life support. Critical brain test scheduled for Wednesday. So, bouncing back to that real quick. Even if, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Even if, Lord willing, he pulls through, he won't be the same person. Mm-hmm. And the DMX that you know and love is no more at all. It's like when um, Dick Clark had a stroke. Yeah. And after that, he tried to come back and be positive and all that, but he just wasn't the same. I was just like, mm-mm. He wouldn't be the same because... Sit like, the clock he, down. He, like, if he were to survive, okay, so he does, he does survive, he's still going to be in that vegetative type. Yeah. His brain is going to be much, so he won't be the same. That's sad. I think his family need to just do the right thing, go ahead and... Let him go. But like they said, God has the final say. Okay. Wrapping up all the crap that's been going on this week. We have to close it out. Very, very um, important topic. Very important tea. The verses. Now, if you don't know, verses, you know, they've been having these artists going back and forth, you know, battling or whatever. So, this weekend's verses was Earth, Wind, and Fire. And the Isley Brothers and Steve Harvey. We're just going to put him at the end of that because he desperately wanted to be the water in Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ah! He was wearing a blue suit. What's that called? What's the part of the four top? What's it called? Shoot it. When the funk hits the fan, the people want to jazz. Come on, get wet, day. Yeah. Get wet, day. Talking about some, uh, what they say? What was their name? The four top. The what? four top. No, the no. four top is a real group. group. Oh shit. The high top. The no, that's a real. It was something was like that. Like that. I think it was the high. It top. was like the high top. That joint was hilarious. I'm gonna go back and watch that episode because that was so funny. Oh my god, it was in several episodes. But y'all, okay. First of all, real group. Some takeaways. They were some takeaways from the verses. Um, it was iconic. Iconic. All the way around. The Isley Brothers, iconic. I'll always come back to you. You know That's what I remember, what I love about the Isley Brothers? When I think about Ronald Isley, I think about us at Christian Camp recreating Contagious on the Rocks. Yes. And... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> 
Christian camp recreating content. They wasn't watching us. How do we have time to put a whole production together? We had a lot of downtime. And we were back in the woods. And there was this big, huge rock, like, giving, like, Titanic vibes. And there were three of us. It was Amber, myself, and our friend Janisha. And we were at Christian camp. We were there for, like, a week or something. And we just started recreating Contagious. Like, everyone had their parts. I believe Amber was Shantae Moore. Um, maybe I was R. Kelly and Janisha was Ron Isley. I don't know. But it was a whole full production we were standing on the rocks. It was like we were in the video, okay? And I must say, thank goodness we didn't have um, camera phones at the time, but it was an epic performance. I wish there were camera phones. Amber, wasn't it an epic performance? It was. A whole production. I said, oh, they wasn't watching us work, but damn, we, we practiced that. Especially at a Christian camp. Yeah, they, they, weren't, they weren't watching us at all. So... Um, still had a great time, but Ronald Isley, first of all, uh, has grown a beard. He looks good. He looks amazing because you know he was frail at one point. Remember, Zaddy, he was sick. Yeah. He's giving vibes, and he just showed up on the scene like I'm back, baby. He grew a beard, and niggas was asking, "Where's Ronald Isley?" Mm-hmm. I really, I wouldn't have known that was him. I wouldn't have known it was him. Either. I didn't. I really because wouldn't have known one, it was him. Not only does he have a beard, but we're used to seeing the black hair. Right. He finally went gray. Hmm. But you know, he got him a young tender. His wife is way young. She's like 10, 12 years younger than him or something like that. Oh, that's probably why. Everybody from um, Earth, Wind, and Fire still looked great. What's his name? Valdine? What's his name? Verdine? Yeah. Hair was flawless. First of all, Verdine had on crop ankle pants. He's like 70-something. He definitely had on crop ankle pants with a loafer and no sock, okay? Somebody young style him. He's always been very stylish, though. Yeah. I mean, they did sing over recordings, but I'm like, these men have been in the music business for, you know, 30, 40, 50 years at this point. They tired of singing for y'all asses. Y'all know what the songs sound like. Okay? They just came here to represent and put on their outfits. Everybody no. looked like they had to use the bathroom on stage. <laughs> It just probably because I didn't watch it. Bianca, so I was out actually, and I came in the house, and, and Ashley tagged me in the live because I forgot about it. And I just in time, it was Voyage to Atlanta, it's my favorite. Let me tell but you, but Ronald Isley was singing all head of the damn song, he really was. I mean, he was way out there. Okay, I think it was the brocade suit. It, I mean. The brocade suit sent me over. Steve Harvey was interjecting himself throughout the verses where no one asked Steve Harvey to be. He was talking about, ha-ha, yeah, ha-ha. We didn't even uh, wear shoes when we was, I, I don't even know what the hell the man was talking about. But he talked a lot through the verses. Like, this was his moment to shine. As many accolades as this man has had, this was his shining glory. But hold up. No other verses had another person. Oh no, this production value was on 10. Someone invested some money in this. this. Because nobody else had somebody like Steve Harvey on it with them. It was just whoever the two people are. Well, I will say that both Jeezy and um, Gucci Mane both had their own DJ. 
Well, That's different, different. But there was no like host. Right. Like he was it was the Steve Harvey show. I mean they oh shit. They needed a little They needed they needed something in between because literally I saw one of them stand up, sing their song, sit back down. They didn't want to talk. He just they needed Steve Harvey to do it. Literally they didn't even speak to each other really. I mean, of course they, they are people that respect each other and have their 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 music overlaps each other, you know what I'm saying, all the time or whatever, but yeah, I guess they needed an intercessor, but Steve, I, I guess for you, this was the pinnacle of your career because the way you talked, it was like no one was ever going to let you talk again. He probably asked them if he could do it because he, he probably loves did. them so much. He does, and he, he showed up and showed out, but Steve Harvey was talking about all types of stuff that just didn't have nothing to do with the music. He thought he was the king of comedy. I need to watch it because I really did miss the whole thing. She only tagged me in it because it was my favorite. Yeah, that is your jam, girl. I listen to Voyage to Atlantis like on a regular basis. I don't know what my favorite Isley uh, song is or my favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire because they're just... I don't know. I have a lot of favorites. Uh... I don't that's a good one because it's like when you hit it you're gonna dance yeah I think um oh gosh I don't even know what it's called um yeah I think that's probably up there okay (laughs) yeah we've already discussed that I'm the singer I'm the singer I'm the dancer I mean I really carry this family yeah, yeah, straight to the green box outside <laughs> to dance 3LW. We used to be on that little green electric box. I thought we could have died. We literally could have died. That box was base. I used to tell y'all, stay off that damn box. Yeah, and, and our neighbors would come outside and still tell us to get off. Yeah, but the cars were honking and we were getting our thing. I mean, the box was base. It I was thought, a stage. I thought someone was going to discover. It was where you went to cry when you went to see when you wanted cars to see that you were sad, <laughs> and like, <laughs> and it's like you're having a rough time in the neighborhood, and like you're going through shit with your friends, and like you just go sit on the edge of the green thing, and just wrong. like yeah. all the cars going by, you just look so sad. You look so pathetic, right? <laughs> The reenactment. Yes. Wait. I'm dying because I'm really thinking about (laughs) the fact that I used to do that as a kid. Like, I would, like, get in trouble or, like... dramatic. Or, like, me, I'd be, like, arguing with my friends in the neighborhood or something. And, like, I would never forget this. We was having, like, a big fight with, like, all of us in the neighborhood or whatever. It was, like, me, Janisha, Amber, Talia. Like, we had, like, a big falling out or whatever. And... (laughs) Johnisha had like wrote a note or whatever and like put it in our door or whatever and then like I had wrote a note and like gave it to somebody else and then like I just I guess you know you want your friends to still like be your friends or whatever so I wanted them to see that I was like really sad so I went and sat up there at the green thing and then like Johnisha came up and was like you don't have to stay right here we're still friends or whatever and I just knew somebody was gonna come save me what did I know about this <laughs> I just want your listeners to know this is how the three of us are all the time. I tell my mom everything. Yeah. All the, now, Amber may not. She's a little sneaky wench. But she's always been <laughs> sneaky. 
Bianca can't let me. your left hand know what your right hand did. <laughs> Bianca will tell me everything. <laughs> and that's it. There was this TikTok, right? And it was like, you know, you younger with your mom, you know, hiding everything from her. Mm-hmm. And he was like older. She was on the phone. She was like, yeah, we went home. He was licking on my coochie. <laughs> together you while you're wasting all this time right along with your mind <laughs> but uh yeah ever yeah you're the resident singer dancer all of that but i do have my favorite bops from earth wind and fire and also the ozzy brothers what's your favorite ozzy between the sheets yeah i think i don't know i don't know you know honestly i know that we're supposed to cancel r kelly but Every collab oh, that he ever God. did with Ronald Osley, hitting. I'm sorry, I still listen to R. Kelly. Me too. R. Kelly, I'm sorry. I said they do. I, R. Kelly, you trifling as hell. You low down, dirty bastard. And I love Have you music. listened to Half on a Baby? Love your music. I mean, it was. I'm a low down bastard, but I'm probably going to the house to put on some R. Kelly tonight. I'm tell you. I was. Listening I'm sorry. To- I, he, that man is a musical genius. He really is, and I know a lot of. Um, y'all might be upset at that because I know people who literally do not listen to I R. Kelly help at it. all. I'm a music lover. If you're a true music lover, you ain't stop listening to R. Kelly. Well, some people felt the same way about Kanye. And they still, well, uh, uh, that's another person. I'm not canceling. Musically, Kanye's here to stay. I'm listening to the music. I don't support you as a person. Like I said, R. Kelly, you're filthy. I don't care if you rolled over the next uh, tomorrow, but guess what? Your yeah. yeah, and everything that Ronald Isley and R. Kelly did together was fire. I mean, I mean, who doesn't like Mr. P? Right. Let's not even get started with uh, Kelly Price getting in the mix. That's both my favorite um, R. Kelly song. What's that one? Right. That, was it the remix? To oh, they had because they did have a couple. They had a couple. That's why in Contagious he was said, you looking through familiar. That's why he said he was looking familiar. No, was yeah. that song Busted? Who, who was in there? Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't Busted. It was, um... Uh-huh. That girl. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's her name? But R. Kelly wasn't in that I song. she was from J no uh, JK or something she was from JS yeah we sound old shit just forget it yeah we definitely sound old but I don't know what my favorite uh Ozzy Rebel song is but I was just talking to my mom about how Amber and I recreated Contagious when we were at Christian Camp and I know that sounds pretty crazy but there was a lot of downtime and it just had to be done it was good, and I wish it was recorded. You I really do. Enjoy it. it was really good. I mean, we were singing to the top of our lungs in the woods. It was like... I did not send y'all to Christian camp to be redoing. What did you send us to Christian camp for? Because it was free. You heard me because it was free. It was one of us out her damn face. That was the only one that was available that the three of y'all could go to at the same damn time. She just Shut wanted up. us out her damn face. She could be grown. We was up in the Tony woods. Was <clears throat> Tony Wait, was home. He was in the woods his damn self. Right. Down at the creek. We was uh, definitely in Christian camp singing um, Grace in the t- in forms of other... 
you know, like you would do grace, but it would be to the tune of like the Superman thing yeah. or like it was straight up Christian can this, um, as I wrap up this week, this, uh, movie that's on Netflix is a musical. It's called a week away. And it's like this camp was like Christian camp and they all went there and they did games and this, but it was a musical the whole time. Like it was straight up high school musical and Sherry Shepard was on it. Oh my God. It was good. And it it really gave me nostalgia from like my camp days because it was just so much fun. And like we canoed and, you know, went in the water and, you know, all that crazy stuff, which I probably wouldn't do as an adult now. But the fact that I experienced it was great. Anyway, um, I don't know what the next verses is going to be, but it was definitely a whole production, and there's some, didn't you tell me, Mom? SWV? SWV and, um... Who, Brownstone? No, I can't remember. It's SWV and... They put that schedule up there. It's on Escape. And SWV. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is, but that's, that's not till May 8th. Damn, they doing that. Wow. Escape SWV. That's going to be really good. I am not sure that you can quite compare the two. I guess you can because SWV had bops and so did Escape, but I guess it's, it's, it's going to be a good versus. It's going to be a good versus. Y'all already know Coco is going to be here to slay vocals, okay? And so is Tasha, okay? They're they're gonna be ready to sing. I don't know what Candy's gonna be doing. You know, who knows? She might show up with pleasure toys for everyone. Who 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 knows? I don't know. All right, y'all. Um, I'm about to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. Hey guys, if you're at home right now thinking, "Dang, how can I start my own podcast?" and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, Sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, y'all, I'm back or whatever, putting my hair behind my ear, you know, like real cute, like, um, this is the history segment, the history tea for this week. This week, what's today? The 6th? Yeah. In 1830... The Latter-day Saints Church was formed. Now, I use this as my history for this week because I just watched that uh, documentary. It's like a killing in the Mormon church or something on Netflix. So, 1830, Latter-day Saints LDS Church was formed, which is really nothing but a modern-day cult. They, they, they're under the guise of, you know, being a church, but they are totally... A cult. Have de- you ever watched any of the videos on YouTube where black people they thought were like it was a sin to be black? What? Um. Yeah. They look Latter Day like, Saints. I think it was Latter Day Saints. Yeah. You know, Gladys Knight was a Mormon. Yeah. What? I don't know if she still is. Yeah, and she's only that because of her money. Wow. Oh, I'm sure. Because they don't like black people. She might as well be a Scientologist. They said there's racism, polygamy, assault, incest, um, you it, know, it was all like these things. Sin. Like, it, it, 
you were pretty much, they saw you pretty much as being um, like a bad person because you were black. Well, of course. Yeah. And also, Latter-day Saints, uh, the history of how their church began is this weird story about someone coming out of the woods and giving someone a book. It, I don't even know, but the documentary, I, it was intriguing for me to have that as a history because I just watched the documentary. And it basically was about how someone, a, a historian, found a document that went against everything that they represent. That um, questioned their beginnings, how they came about, all of that. And he was killed. And he tried to, like, sell the information back to the church. And they didn't want to pay for it. And <clears throat> basically... The LDS people was blowing people up and all of that to get to this information to bury it as deep as they could Mm -hmm. so people would know, you know, wouldn't know the truth or whatever. These people take their taxes, you have to dress a certain way, you have to tithe a certain way, all of that. And they're basically Scientologists who are getting away with it because they talk about like God and stuff, and like Scientologists don't, they talk about you. Scientology is about you creating your own life and like everything that happens is a direct result of how you've been living or whatever. Where Latter-day Saints still (coughs) live behind the the guise of the Lord orders our steps and all of that where really there's a bunch of old ass white men who are at the head who are basically saying this is what's right and this is what you're going to do. So, the documentary was lit. It was crazy. They ended up finding out all of these members of the LDS church who were in on it. And, yeah, just, like, trying to cover stuff up. Um, How they poured so much money into investigating people, spying on people, hiring private investigators. Like, that is not a religious establishment at all. I mean... The joint down here, we thought was Disney World until we were probably yeah, like everybody. 10 years right. old. Like, and Some people grown as hell still think. Exactly. And the the little emblems that sit on the top of their churches are actually real gold. gold. Yeah. yeah. So, that smells so good. The hand sanitizer smells so good. So, I thought that was interesting just because, you know, here we are in this day and age of mass information and social media and all of that. And still... We have people searching for enlightenment and getting caught up into these cults. Like, that's crazy. You and I were talking about that? Like, what is your mindset? Yes, we were. To be able to have somebody intrigue you enough to where you get so succumbed by what brainwashed. they're saying. It's like total brainwashed. Like, but what is your mindset prior to that? Probably get them young. Well, they're not all young. A though. lot of the people say that they were looking for purpose, that they're looking for uh, a different way of doing things, like these new cults, like NXIM or whatever like it was. And Brother Rock. Yes, Brother Sunflower, Naji Rabu, yeah, Naji Rabu. Like they're they're looking for purpose. They're looking for you know, especially like back in the seventies. You know this. Yeah. You know this wave of enlightenment, and you know. I, I don't want to be a Catholic. I don't want to, you know. Well, that's how Jim Jones got away with what he, and that's what made me, you know. 
when you're talking about that, I was watching, um, I don't know if anybody else watches Reels, but this one particular evening, it was like all like cult stuff. Jim Jones was on there, and then it was another cult. On, it was like two, three different ones. The that family, I it's and a bunch like, of them. This is crazy. Yep. And they get enticed to that following these gurus all around and all of that. Like, I'm really big into cults and, like, I watch Scientology mm-hmm. shit and, like, all that. Like, I want to know everything. And just, like, like you said, my like, what is your, what is on your biscuit when you said, I'm going to move my whole family to other countries? They're going I to know. other countries to flee America saying, yeah. that shit's crazy. Yeah. And we're about to shut you down. And so you better, which is why this all tied into the law that just passed in Utah, how it makes sense to me that it's happening there because they are heavy Latter-day Saints. Like, Mm-mm. I think I talked about a documentary that I watched called Gloria Vale a few episodes ago. And it was just, you know, basically saying, you know, how... You know, they pick your partners for you and, you know, you have to live according to God and, you know, you can't do this or that. I mean, it was like Amish times 10 where I'm Springer. I'm not happened. coming back. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm Even not coming back. What's that damn show called? Remember they was going on Rum Springer? Yeah. Leaving Amish. Even Amish wasn't messing with that. We ain't trying to hear that. Mm-mm. I'm just trying to go to the market. Okay. I don't want to know what y'all do in y'all yeah, private yeah, lives. Yes, I need some of that meat, that butcher's cut. They all said something different. Uh-huh. Remember, although I don't indulge in pork anymore, but they had some of the best bacon, Mom, I've ever tasted. That in my country life. style. Ooh. Oh, that bacon was so mm. good. I well, now I saw something where you're they, they're twisting up the bacon now. You know, like just twisting it, twisting it, twisting it, and making it like that. So once the bacon is made, it's like a stick. And it's like a crunchy. What's the point of making of it into a stick? They say that it's more consistent the way that you like turn it because it's like all. Well, try twisting up your bacon. I am. I am, girl. I'm gonna give me some bacon. How do you keep it twisted? You just twist it all to the ends. You know, bacon is very pliable when you first do it or whatever. Twist it tight, right? And just put it in the oven. You just have to do it. Yeah, probably not that Amish bacon. They said no. Just make that and put it in your grits. Turkey bacon. See, that's what you it messed be up. The same. That's what I eat too. Mm-mm. I don't eat no turkey bacon. You don't eat turkey bacon at all. So you I rather eat, eat tur- pigs, right? I absolutely do. Um, one nasty I don't eat food. like pork chops and stuff like that no more. But I do prefer actual bacon. Turkey bacon is cool. You know what I'm saying? I will. You know, like right now, I'm not eating like red meat and stuff like that. So I have turkey scrapple because Which I can't wait to eat tomorrow. Correct. Turkey what exactly scrapple. Is scrapple? The ends. It's that basically is so nasty. the casing. It's the. It could be heart. It could be liver. It could be. That is so fucking nasty. Uh, chopped up. They grind it up. Chop, chop, chop. That's nasty as hell. You put some flour on that bitch. So you and wake up and eat old remains. You ate scrapple as a child. So as a child. Not this grown Turkey body. ham. Turkey ham is the bomb. Turkey ham. Turkey ham with egg and cheese. And some toast. Set up. Mm-hmm. Every you don't eat turkey ham either. Just I haven't had any. A bougie little wing. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Turkey ham is absolutely any? amazing. Yeah. Listen. Did I have Amber I had to make some health decisions. Girl. Okay. First Turkey of all. Turkey ham is good. 
<laughs> Who thinks to go it's to the turkey, turkey ham? Your her- your health decisions are whack. First of all, yeah, I still eat um funnel cake fries from checkers. But the whole thing is, I don't do red meat or pork, okay? I don't know what y'all talking about, scrapple ass and all that. Well, I do even says scrapple ass. Every, let me take your brother from down on some steaks yesterday. And I can't cook steak to save my I life. What Javon did? Let me tell you, this steak was so good. We he sat there King Kong and Godzilla while we ate steak. You know what I heard? The trick is to go carne asada, orange juice. Orange mm-hmm. juice over the steak with all your carne asada. Um. You know, let it marinate, and they say you will get perfect steak every time. I mean, Javon's, it was perfectly seasoned. Javon could cook. Damn near cut that steak with a butter knife. Oh, yeah. See, my steak don't be coming out like that. You know what I do? You know what I do? Put it in the crock pot. That's that's the beauty. You don't overcook it. I don't even make it no more. I literally can't make steak. If I do a steak, it's going in my crock pot. Like a roast. Because I can't... Make a steak. So I just go to Outback. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Let them make the steak food. <clears throat> yeah. So that's my um history for this week. I know y'all. I be all over the place, but I mean that's why y'all love me. But I know I be trying to, like I say, keep my little history black and everything. But look, if you know, you know. The more you know. Reading Rainbow. Bam. Blah. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> all right, y'all. So we going to dive into the hot tea this week. Um, we've been talking a lot about timing and about relationships and you know all that good stuff or whatever. So this week's topic comes from a conversation that I saw via social media about. Um, it was in a lesbian room or whatever, whatever. That's even here nor there. But there were so many women in the group talking about how long they had been single. And I noticed that, I don't know if it was like a clout thing at that point in the conversation, but I was seeing women say that they had been single for five and six years. You know, oh, I've been single for... Three and a half years. I've been single. You know, look. First of all, first of all, let me start here and say, I do not totally identify with this whole thing because I'm a Pisces and we are serial monogamous people. We just, I don't know what it is about a Pisces, but what did uh, Gucci Man say? Miss one, next 15, one coming? Uh, yeah. It's just, it naturally happens like that, that. We'll find somebody who, like, intrigues us or, you know, fits the bill for the things that we were lacking in our last relationship or whatever we were doing. And we kind of just fall in line. It feels natural to us. Now, being single, what's, okay, let me start by saying this. What's the longest time you've been single, Amber? What the fuck? Now you know damn well. Oh this is when God. it counts. Keep it real for the people. Girl, I don't even have an answer. For you, I got in a relationship. Serial monogamous. I've been talking about the relationship for twelve years. How can you be a serial monogamous? Oh, I'm saying. Well, okay. I was with the same person when I when okay. I left high school. So before you got in your long, long relationship, mm-hmm. did you have a single down period? Did you? 
Yeah. I don't think so. So this in your adult life is like the first time you've like been fully single. In my adult single. life, yes. Of course, when I was a teenager, I was. I had one, you know, little relationship that lasted a couple months, and then you go some more months, and then hey, I like you, you like me, we're right? Together. Mom, what's the longest you've gone being single? You really want me to remember that? I'm old, so I mean, I don't remember. I do. I think probably after you, Dom can't say. No, See? well, you weren't really. Were you in a relationship? Well, after your dad, there was Antonio. But how was there for almost two years? Right, but was there? Okay, all right, boom. Okay, we're gonna get into that in a second. I'm gonna come back to you, mother, because I have things to say. Okay, boom. (laughs) So, Uh um, (laughs) I feel like I'm in trouble. (laughs) So the conversation that was going on was basically again. A bunch of, you know, people saying, you know, they've been single for so long that if a person came into their lives that they would have to be, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it started me to thinking about, is there, is there a time limit on what's too long? Is there, is there a too long? Is there, can you be single for too long? Because... I all look. I'm here for you being single, getting to know yourself, loving yourself. Because a lot of the times we get caught up validating our level of love through how we love someone else, and like, oh, I'm in this relationship and I love this person so much, and we just have so much love to give to each other that you don't even know who you are as a person and like how to love you. I'm totally here for like just doing your own thing and like getting yourself right on your own track you know what i'm saying what what's that song by Vito? he was like um it's time to boss up fix your credit get a bag get mm-hmm. your bag up hit that gym and get back fine go get that degree oh girl focus on me hey like i'm totally here for that because i know right now if i was single i would not be 30 pounds off away what <sighs> I'm serious. When you're single, think about me being in this house all day by myself every day. It's like you ain't got nothing else to do or whatever. Like, go get cute. You know what I'm saying? Hit that gym. I'm not in the kitchen all day every day making dinner and shit. I'm eating grilled cheese and cereal. Like, I'm clearly this body is just going to be right. That's me. Right. See, you about to get snatched, girl. I don't know about about that. I had buffalo chicken strips for dinner but i will eat some cereal or some dumb shit like that some oatmeal or something who i got to cook for exactly my dog so i'm here for that because a lot of people are in relationships for so long that they just don't know how to identify themselves outside of being with that person you know i'm with somebody who doesn't eat like me who doesn't watch the same things that i watch We've been together long enough now that uh, holla at me in bed because I'm watching this TV and you're watching that TV, okay? But some people only identify through whatever that person liked. Yeah, so, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you like. Whatever like, you like. I had, like I a issue, like, I was cooking too much food at first. Well, you I have a myself, big family. No, like, for just me. 
Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, when you, after being with, with in yeah. a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was I was um having so much food go bad and I was throwing away food because I was cooking like I was cooking for two people, two people that needed leftovers. Yeah. Yeah, because when you come from a big family, it's hard to cook small anyway. Well, I, I still don't cook small. Mom, mm-hmm. exactly. I still can't cook small. But I'm enjoying this shit. What are you talking about? I, that that was the the plus. When you all would go with your dad for to the beach or something for a week, or just to go at, to his house for a week, I didn't cook. You didn't. You just Heck ate no. whatever. I ate whatever. I went out to eat. I hung out. Yeah, I'm showing off. Like Uber Eats is my best friend for a couple of months. Now that I think about it, Mama, we been on vacation. I didn't even talk to you. Right, we didn't damn. even talk to you or damn, nothing. Call, like, talk to your mom. No, nope, it wasn't like Facetime your mom. We did not Why talk to you. you? Yeah. When younger would go, yeah. yeah. I talked to your dad every day. Well, yeah, but you didn't talk to us, has he? That's what we're talking about. Well, I didn't need to talk to you. Y'all was with your dad. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, mother. This wine is done. Yeah, it is. So, um, in, in seeing that conversation, I started to kind of like throw shade because... It it felt like a contest. It felt like this person wanted to say how long they had been single and how long they had been single, whatever. And for me, after about the three, four year mark, bitch, it's you. Okay? I think it's bullshit. I think people, I think that was a clout thing. And people be technically single, but don't lie, hoes. Like, you was in a situation shift. And, and some nigga had you playing the role of the girlfriend and just never gave you the title. That's what I was going to say. Okay, is it single? <laughs> single, single, where you're not... To me, single is you're not dealing with anybody. Yeah. You're not dealing with anybody. I thought single was you're dating. Well, you could date. You can date. And be single. And be single. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's like... What are you, yeah, what are you bragging Some of about? y'all hoes was in situationships. Stop it. You were dating yeah, a nigga yeah. for a year who, who never wanted to make you Yeah, girlfriend. it was being very braggadocious. And so I had to ask the question, which is why I'm here with y'all, is, you know, can you be single so long that you're now unattainable? And the the the, the flip side to that was you got your pussy on the pedestal. Okay? <laughs> okay? Well, what about a guy? Because oh, remember I told you. Girlfriend. Yeah. That he did not want to be in a relationship with anybody. He felt like he just wanted to do him. And he said, well, I'm just going to do that for a while and see how that works out. Now he's to the point where it's been over 10 years. Right. Well over 10 years. Right. And it's like... You've conditioned your body to be alone. I'm, I'm still single. Right. Know? And he's like, you know, every time I do talk to him, I ask him, I say, so, you know, you seeing anybody? He's like, don't nobody want me. And 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 that there that can go two very two very different ways. Like you said, now this person thinks that because they've been single so long that no one wants to deal with them, or they're not good enough, or there's a reason why they you know like haven't you know been with anybody. And then on the opposite side, there are people who have been single so long that I don't know if it's fear or they intimidated, but now. Nobody's good enough. Now, think about it. I've been loving me all this time. Stay single like that. Yeah, I've been loving me all this time. Those are people who are afraid to fail or afraid to, you know, the dating phase is scary to a lot of people. It's. I'm joking, kids. If I was not married, I'd probably be out here doing whatever, but no. It's wild out here. It's the wild, wild west. 
I couldn't. And do I'm it. like, oh, I see. When I, if I was younger, I would probably be out there. But like when you get older, it's like it's serious. Let me tell like, you, you got some real we, shit. Yeah, do. we don't have time for games. I don't want no parts. Well, we don't have know? time. I'm in the age right now. I am. 33. I had to think about that. I was about to say 32. I'm 33. I'm in this window of do I have a baby? Do I not? You know, look, if I wasn't with my partner or whatever, look, I have no problem with starting over. But you can't come to my table talking on some dumb stuff because I don't have time. Yeah, I don't want to deal with the bullshit with another man. It's it's enough dealing with a husband. If we weren't together, like I said, I, I told him that if things did not work out between us, we're going on nine years now. Nine? Can y'all believe that shit? Nine I cannot years? believe that. Nine years now that I, w- I can't see myself dealing with anybody else because I don't want to deal with the bullshit. You would just have to come correct because to me, you see what happened the other day. Like, I, will, I won't. Like, you're done. It don't take too much for me, basically. Like, if right. I see you want some BS or something rubs me the wrong way, like, I yeah, have no done. problem with dismissing myself. But like, that's what can keep you in that single space. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing for shit to, like, go awry and, like, not be totally right or whatever. Or, all right, boom. I'm a, all right, mom. You were, you weren't necessarily in a relationship, but you weren't. You know, you were single for a long time or whatever. Yeah. And you weren't, like, dating someone exclusively or whatever. So. I was dating Antonio exclusively. Mom, two years ain't no damn time. It's not? No. Okay. Two years is a drop in the dang bucket. Well, no. That's consistent. It is consistent. It's consistent. It could be significant. It could be significant. But. That's enough time for a baby. It is. It really is. But, you know, it's just like, you have to ask yourself what you're willing to put up. Like, okay, boom, mom, your husband smokes cigarettes. Yeah. When we were growing up, mom was vehemently opposed. Anybody who smoked a cigarette. To smoking, of any kind. Okay, this is how he got me, though. That's how he got me. See, it's always a clause. We were on the phone talking, and I could tell, I could tell he was smoking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, you smoke?" And he was like, um, "Yeah, black and miles." Mm-hmm. I'm, I I'm love cool the way with that. Smiles, yeah. smells. So I was cool with that. Then this nigga showed up with some cigarettes. <laughs> I used with an okie doke. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought you just smoked black and mild. Mm-hmm. He said, well, I mean, I do smoke cigarettes occasionally. No, he lied. He smoked cigarettes all day now. Oh. Yeah, I ain't never seen this man with a black amount in his mouth for the day of my life. No, actually, one of the pictures that I took when we were on Wexhall, he was sitting on the balcony. He has black maybe he was Maybe it was in between, you know, trying to quell his thirst for well, the nicotine. Well, you had probably already willed you in by this. By the time you see the cigarette. But yeah. this is something that... at a, if you've been single for so long, it's like, oh no, I'm checking that off my box. You, you, I, I said that I don't want to be with someone who smokes, and by golly, I'm not gonna do it. You right. know, but things happen. I'm not saying that you should break down your 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 quote unquote standards for everybody, but if you have found the person that you're connected with and you're feeling this person or whatever, like there are single people out here who are literally throwing away 
great potential because you're not checking off my boxes. Right, right. And it's slim pickings nowadays. It so. really is. And a lot of these, you know, people feel like, if I've been single for this long, I could do for me. What can you do for me that I can't do for myself? Right. So, this is, again, why I'm talking about being on this pedestal where you have put yourself so far in up, up ahead that nothing seems good enough to you. Is that, you know, a person could have X, Y, and Z, and then they're lacking in these other places. And it's like, do you, I mean, compromise is part of being in a relationship. But when you've had no choice but to choose you for this long, it's like, I don't have to compromise. Yeah, true. But another aspect of it, how you can think about it is when you have been by yourself for a long time, you get used to being by yourself, you get comfortable, and it's peaceful. So I've seen that on social media, people say something, you have to be worth me giving that up, like my time and all of that. I feel like you need to be worth that because I'm perfectly fine being peaceful by myself in a house kind of thing. So it's like, you need to be worth it for me to even want to jump out there and give that up. Like, yeah. I mean, once you find your peace, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about that, you know, or on the flip side, someone who been in a domestic relationship. True that. And they just need this time for themselves or whatever. But now, you're so afraid and you're so guarded and you're so... That's going to happen to me again. It's just like, oh, well, I'm protecting myself by not being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm protecting myself, but really, you're dying on the inside, and you haven't got laid in two years. <laughs> just because you're not in a relationship do not mean you ain't got laid. I know, but some people do. But who wants to walk around being a hoe all the time? You don't got to be, be a, a hoe. hoe. You can be go back to the same person where you need a little something. You know who to You are on call. Um, Casual mm-hmm. sex is a little bit different when you get older, you know? Casual sex is... I'm sorry. I'm not sharing my energy with somebody who's not going to be in my life permanently. You got to have a go-to. Now, don't about. get me wrong, Mom. You got to have a go-to. When you're a little... Like Amber. Amber's young, you know? She's out in these streets. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this summer... I'm going to the streets. The streets are calling my name. Like, not saying that, but you know, if you were to have a casual situation, it wouldn't I feel mean, weird, it's you know? Mutual. Like, in my, in my past, you know yeah. what it is. Like, we're not meant to be a couple, but we have a good time together. Right. You spin that bag, and you know what I'm saying? Get some of this ass. <laughs> I was just like having that conversation or whatever I just couldn't believe first of all I don't know I guess like I said for me being single for a long time the longest I've been single is probably like a year yeah. that's probably the but longest probably I've been single while you were single let me tell you lesbians always have a pocket See what I'm lesbians always got a pocket now what's what, really considered single from what you are if you're dating or you, you got your little hookups here and there it's, you're still you single. single. You're, you you're not, to anyone. To you're not exclusive with You're not you're obligated single. to anyone. I don't have to make you eggs yeah, you in the morning. Meals. Exactly. Because yeah. once I cook for you, for me... I've done that single, but that's not a big thing. Now, like, I'm cooking for you, but like, oh, I cook, you want to play. Well, like, yeah, but I mean, like, for me now, I guess, 
be, being with Melissa for a long time or whatever, it took me a while to cook for her. Like, we were in a weird situation. Cooking reels them in. Cooking. It? It, it, it? Cooking for me is like, what? I'm not just cooking for anybody. Oh, let me tell you. I'm going to warm you up a hot pocket, and we're going to keep it moving. I'm going to give you that cup noodle, and we're going to keep it okay, moving. Then you, see, I don't understand, because then we, you say I act like a nigga, and I'm cold-hearted this and all thing. of this. Mm-mm. Cooking reels a person. If I cook for and you, it's going to be breakfast. I'm going to give you some grits, some eggs, and a piece of meat. No, I'm talking about cooking, putting love into your meal. You feel me? Right. Like, I don't do that for everybody. Okay. I really dead you ass can't. You do that for everybody. But no, but like, even if I like did it to you. Just as a person and who I am. I want to feed you, yeah. I'm just going to feed you. That's just. So that's what I'm saying. So you said it reels the men, though. It does. So don't cook well, for me. Well, I don't me. cook that damn I'm telling you, no, you don't. So. Good. <laughs> No damn well you can't touch my salmon and my wings. <laughs> okay, yeah, them baked wings. And, and first of all, we all cooked hit macaroni hit. and lasagna the same. We did. Uh, yes, my lasagna is hitting. My macaroni is hitting. It's it's kind of like. And who'd you get it from? Well, definitely your mom. It's so that's what I'm saying. So now What's, I can't cook. No, I didn't. I'm not saying you can't cook. You have a select <laughs> menu. Girl, because I ain't eating scrapple ass like you. I, I cook. I just cook, you know. We gonna get some scrapple tomorrow, baby. I have turkey scrapple. Yes, I said we gonna get her some scrapple tomorrow. Don't give me no damn scrapple. Amber. Come on over for breakfast, Amber. Hell Amber, no. don't be, Come Amber, scrap. don't even sound right. be not dismayed by the word scrapple. Scrap. What about peasant? <sighs> be not dismayed by the word scrapple. Jail? They just call it that. They don't even have scrapple in jail. That's an upgrade. Exactly. Scrapple. I would be out. They ain't eating salmon. They got scrapple. I'd be living a life. Yeah, Amber knows. (laughs) With my business out there in the street. (laughs) So, having this conversation or whatever, like, I started kind of, like, asking a few people that was, like, in said group, like, you know, are you open? Are you willing to let somebody in after, you know, being single for... I have a friend who was single for five or six years. And when I say single, I mean, she might have been doing whatever she was doing, you know what I'm saying, offline, but there was no post. There was no, I'm with this person. There was no, you're my woman crush Wednesday. There was none of it. None of it. Not when you're single, no. For years. For years. I did that and I was engaged. And literally it happened and like she posted someone and I literally dropped my phone. Like, it was That's just, how you know when it's real. mom. Yeah. I'm telling you, and even for me, people know who my girlfriend is. But do you girl, see? All over her Instagram. And okay, you her, you now out. listen, listen. She posts me a lot. Like I'm her, her, I'm her cover. If it's I'm a sunny her. day, Melissa's going on your um social media. Maybe, but Girlfriend. if we're together, but I don't post her a lot. I, there was a time I think I didn't post her for like two years or something. Like it just, and it wasn't because I was shading her or anything. It was just like. First of all, she's goofy in every picture she I'm takes. I'm just not doing so. it. I'm taking my L's in private. Don't embarrass me. I ain't posting shit. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, and, that, and that's another thing. So, now I've been single for this long, and now you want me to pop up with somebody? What if it don't work out? You know what I'm saying? Then I go back, you know, to... Do, now, do you delete the pictures? Yes. I did. Uh yeah, I definitely did. There, there's no remnants of exes on my page. Maybe you might be able to find one or two peppered in there that made it through the cut. Oh, mine's gone. But 
there's definitely not any evidence that I was. Well, think about it with me. Well, first of all, you all didn't want me on social media. No. No. Not at all. I still don't. So I never had pictures. I've never taken pictures, honestly, with any man, including your no. Your father and I took a couple. Pictures. You didn't even take pictures with um Antonio. I didn't take any no in house. I had pictures. Yeah. But as far as like social media wasn't. Popping like that, then. yeah. So you didn't have to announce your love on social right. media, so now whatever. The only one is, you know, is is my husband, so it's like I, I guess I would have to because I don't want to look at my page and see pit day pictures of him if we didn't work out. Well, yeah, I definitely had to go through and. You know, delete or whatever, but I had to start a whole new day and page. Right, it just kind of threw me off that so many of them were, you know, kind of like preaching about it. But like I said, it was kind of it felt like in a condescending way. It was like, oh nah, I've been single for four years. If a woman coming to me, she better come correct. You know, what and it's, all of them, I can't see all of them really being proud of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they gotta they gotta play the part. You want a man. Right. They got yeah. a girlfriend. Whatever. You want whatever. I mean, if I was, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I would be that vocal about it, but how do you, you know, in hearing that, I was just, you know, saying to myself, like, how do you get out of that mindset that no one is good enough for you, that I'm not going to date because I'm, I'm just worried about all about me. And then on, on the flip side, I feel like you could be single so long that you don't even know how. You don't know I how. I think the right person. I think the right person has to come because along. Because all it takes, like you said, the right person to come along. And guess what? They go from single one day to the next day they in a relationship and they got all these pictures posted yeah. of them and whoever it is they're with. And exactly. Just, I, that's just what so I'm saying. Happy. If it takes the right person to make them feel comfortable. Right. You know, yeah. so right. that's why I'm saying they're not happy about it. They just ain't with nobody. So they have to play the yeah. role like they're okay with it. Like, no, you're not. Someone comes along with potential and, you know, makes them comfortable. I think they would have a different mindset. Yeah. Mindset. I just think that if once you get to a certain... I, I think... I think a year to two years is healthy single. Yeah. I think that's healthy single. I think that's figure yourself out, figure that job out, figure you out or whatever. Two, now when you get into the three years range, it's like a choice. It's like, oh, I'm here because I want to be here or whatever, and I'm going to see whatever. When you're talking about being single for five and six years. I don't have time for that. I don't even have time for three years. What have you been doing? I don't have time for that because simply just because of my age and I don't have kids yet. Like, I don't have three years to be single because, like, I have a cutoff for when I'm not having kids. So, what am I, 32? My cutoff is 36. I can't afford to be single for, like, three Okay. So. When I was younger, yeah, that would make sense. Okay, so, how do you go from, like... Well, I don't know if any of us can answer this question, but, like, how do you go from being single for so long to even... Think about it. If you don't... You're not meeting anyone anywhere. You're not... So, well, come on. God gonna work it out. He gonna put somebody there at the That's right time. It don't happen when it's supposed to happen. It don't matter where it is. Social media. You meet somebody at the grocery store. When it's supposed to happen, he gonna put that person... Well, guess what? Sometimes, for me, it happened when it shouldn't have been damn happening. <laughs> True. 
Okay. That's usually the case. I would just jump from one to the next and like one yeah, to the next. Yes, because we used to say Bianca. Take some time. Take some time to yourself. And I'll be coming up next week like she's so different, mom. <laughs> like, no, for real. Like that's really how everyone is. Like, no, she though. is so smart. Her vibe is everything. And mom would be like, here we go. Yeah, and before like, you knew it, the time, Bianca. Yeah. I was like, you know, no, we're just chilling. We're just hanging out. Yeah, we're just you know getting to know each other. Before Girl, you know they got it. matching rings and shit. Girl, like, come on, we just we just clicked. Yeah, we just clicked. Something happened, and we just clicked. It's funny. Some people you shouldn't click with. But yeah, some people I just shouldn't click with. Now I am going to. I'm gonna get Melissa on the show. Uh, so we can talk about like how we met and everything, but I'm gonna just say this: she's gonna hear this, and I don't care. It's whatever. But Melissa basically saw me in the neighborhood early, early on, and stalked me, kind of like wanted to know who I was. She said she could tell who I was by my walk. She knew where I was at. She said she would watch me walk because she couldn't see me no more. Like just watch me walk away and all of that or whatever. Now, mind you, this person I wasn't checking for, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know you at all, whatever. And I was not looking for you or any of that or whatever. And it just kind of happened or whatever. So I totally get that, that, you know, things happen, blah, 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 blah. Just, you know, put yourself in a position to be open to compromise, okay? A lot of y'all out here, I'm seeing these... You know, oh, does a person have to have a car to be with you? Does a person have to have their own place to be with you? Y'all need to stop what y'all doing. Like I said, if the right person comes along, that you'll bend a little bit. You will. Bend the knee. Because it was not, it's not always, you know, look. Shit, I did backflips. Okay, look, let me tell you, you need to figure out what your, like you said, what your flexibility is giving because you're not perfect. You're not perfect, baby. Mm. I didn't always have a place or have a job or, you know, and I had to ask myself this as I was with someone saying, you have to be careful what you're asking someone to bring to your table, depending on what you're giving back. And all these dumb people out here worried about house, car, good job, all of this. Is this person abusive? Does this person pray for you? Does this person care about your well-being? Um, is this person family-oriented? Right, is this I person never hear shit like that. Exactly. It's just like, oh, if a nigga ain't got a whip, he can't deal with me or whatever. Like and that's exactly why you're going to be with that person for maybe a year, and then you're going to move on. Exactly. So because you're looking... And all the, the wrong, wrong things. things. Exactly. It doesn't matter. I'm not. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you can't come in with a bag. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. You can't come in with a bag and be like, show me the world. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, even for my own relationship, it is vastly different from anything that I've ever dealt with, male or female. Being, you know, look. I said it once. I'm saying it again. I put my pussy up on a pedestal. Okay. Yeah. And I did that, and I wanted all of these things, you know, from women that, you know, I had at one point in time and was still in a domestic situation or still got cheated on or whatever. And, you know, now with someone who is hardworking and, you know, a neat freak and all these other things that 
I couldn't see myself being with someone who wasn't those things. Like, you mean I'm the only person cleaning up my house? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. Like, right. I haven't done laundry in like five years. Like, and, and, and I'm not saying that to brag about it, but I have a partner who carries the load with me. First of all, biatch, <laughs> I do all the cooking up in here and I clean too. You be ordering out. I did have district taco for the first time, y'all, and it was quite amazing. But in wrapping that up, if you're listening to the show, I just wanted to have this conversation, open up this conversation about, like, being single too long and still being attainable, still being um, some someone that someone would want to still seek. Because guess what? In your tight-knit communities, especially for me in the gay community, people will talk about you. No, she's difficult. No, she gets around. I see. A, I know a girl right now on my social media who has been in love three or four times since I've been with my girlfriend. But she's sexy. She has money. She's, I mean, just fly, goes on trips, all of this. Can't keep a bitch to save a life. It's you. It's you, boo. And now she's at this point where no one's good enough. She's tired of having her heart broke. She's tired of going through this. She's tired of going through that. She's tired to make some changes with herself. Guess what? Because all the people that she's with is in successful relationships. Some of them married. It's you. And now she's with someone else. And I feel so bad because... I mean, you've been passed around like a hot potato at this point. Potato. And now you're in love again. And it's just, you, you look, break the cycle and, you know, be willing to bend and work and all of that. I don't want to be single for four or five years, okay? I, See, I think people like that when it's, a, oh, I'm in love. And then the next year, oh, my gosh, I'm in love. It's, it's a different person. You're in love with the fact of being in love. You're not even in love. Mm-mm. Because being in love ain't pretty. Single for too long, I feel like, like, how many people are you having sex with? That's my main thing. Like, right. let's start doing it. I just want to keep doing it because I don't want to keep doing it with different people over the, like. Right, it's like, oh, I'm not in a relationship with you, but you're not in a relationship with me, so who you doing it to yeah, when I'm doing it to I you? like it. It's too much. It's you share your much. energy with too many people. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And this is, well, that's another reason why I don't think I can just be single for too long. I don't know. It's just weird because people... The, the situation shit thing just is would you, right would you rather be single for a long time or spend six months with somebody that and just decide it doesn't work I think I would rather spend it with somebody and decide it yeah. don't work because it. you tried it it's no way you can tell from the you know time tells so like, depending on the type of male or female that you are mm-hmm. six months with one person you're six months with one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're single, you're six months with, with whoever, and you don't know who they because you have no 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 title. You're not you know right. You're yeah. not together, so you don't know who they sleeping right. with. Right. Because part of sleeping with everybody with. they've slept with. Right. Everybody they because you can't with. get to know somebody like that. Right. That's exactly. so part when, of, was, when I'm young. When I was younger, I didn't think like that. This yeah. Is something I would do. Now that I'm older, it's something that I realize I can't do. Right. Part of finding your partner, part of finding your person, is. To get hurt and to fumble and to fuck it up and to all that. It's like you I can't appreciate that. you can't appreciate sunshine if you don't know what rain feels. Like. I prefer exactly. that. I prefer that. You Not literally exactly. out here in these streets, you know, sneaky Lincoln. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I have been a victim 
of the sneaky link. I have participated in the sneaky link. Yes, I have. And nothing good will come from it until you do right by me. Everything you think about will fail. Yeah, I, 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 mine was an epic fail, so I just need to stop what I'm doing. Oh, yours was an ultimate epic fail. Where's the stamp? Like, put it on your phone. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, look, be open for love for the things like it's not a contest I don't want to hear how long you've been single okay because I'm asking myself what's your problem okay (laughs) I mean look some people do not believe that monogamy is a real thing monogamy is not a real thing for some people we're going to talk about that on another show but look you just gotta do what you got to do for you (laughs) and when you're done doing what you got to do for you it don't take five years to find out who the fuck you are Okay, mm-hmm. you've been with yourself all your life. Figure it out. Get that dirt off your shoulders. Dust it off. If at first you don't succeed, try and try again. Period. Because mm-hmm. someone's out here. You just gotta be on enough dating websites. Site. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. Life I is might... short. That's crazy. Life is short. Life is short. YOLO, you only live once. If you're in a fucked up relationship, get out of it, okay? It's 7 billion people in the world, okay? Just keep it on moving. Answer that DM, okay? (laughs) Answer that DM. Stalk that person. Spam their pictures. Like every single picture on their Instagram page. All right, that's enough. Bianca, they let's know where not. Let's don't tell me. Okay, not on Amber's page because I know that probably Thank happens you. to you quite yes. a lot. Okay. Um, uh, come back to this uh, if I hear some feedback I'm sure my auntie Londa will be messaging in for this episode as she does every episode love you girl for listening hi auntie <laughs> um, alright y'all uh, anything else anybody got to say before they uh, go um, no, that's it I'm drunk so are you Really? Amber, you gotta give me your little air conditioner. It's pretty hot in here, y'all. We live in a ghetto building where they don't switch the um, air over until about May oh, the 1st. So we are baking. It's gonna be 80 degrees tomorrow. We're just trying to figure oh it all God. out. Exactly. Mom, you came from Florida to get away from the heat, and <sighs> you're right you back. You don't get away from no damn heat. You love the heat. No. She's a Floridian. Yeah, she's not. She's a Floridian. <laughs> That's how I say it. Floridian. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> all right, y'all. I love y'all for free. Much love and light. Peace and blessings. All of that. Bye. Bye.